0: Hey, rock stars. Reggie Dawson here, host of the Being On Stage podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back. So how does one become famous? I think it's a question that everybody has had at one point or another, and you may not want to admit it because that's just not your thing, but I think it's healthy to admit that at some point you may have wondered, how do I become famous by doing this? Or, you know, can I become famous by doing this? You know, sometimes it's not about fame; it's about success, and it's about dreams and aspirations. And it may not be how do I become famous. It could be how do I perform with Cirque du Soleil? How do I perform? uh, You know, on the Van's Warp tour? How do I perform? How do I get a gig at uh, Grand Ole Opry or House of Blues or? You know, whatever, whatever it is that that's like a big ultra dream for you is how do I do that? How do I become famous or how do I become successful? You know, before we get in there and dissect how you do this and how you do that and uh, how you're going to build your fan base and become the ultra famous mega superstar that every single person and performer deserves to be. Uh my name is Reggie Dawson again, I'm a talent coach I'm also an m c and an entertainer. I love everything about being on stage, not just the podcast but actually performing on stage the energy, just the feeling and the connection with the audience and man i just i honestly I love the people and that's that's what that's what you'll hear me preach that's what it's all about is you know the people that you meet being a performer and the the people in the audience and the people that come out and support you and connect with you it's it, it's pretty i don't know it's pretty neat and I, to me it's all about the people connecting to your audience and building that relationship with them over time not just you know and i'm not talking like you have to know every member of your audience and you know how their kids are and how many dogs they have i'm saying in in general knowing your audience and connecting with them is it's a it's a really it's a really great feeling and that to me is what performing is all about sharing your talent connecting with other people so how do you become famous while sharing your talent and connecting with other people well that's an interesting question and it's it's a question that i've heard a couple of times and it's not always posed in the same way it's not always reg how do i become famous it, it could be, you know, how do I make a lot of money doing this? Uh, how do I get a lot of bookings? How do I go on a major tour? And I think the first step in any dream is realizing that it's not going to happen overnight. And realizing that there's a certain part of yourself and a certain amount of work that has to go into it in order to see any type of return Uh, In the form of audience connection, fame, followers, fans, however you want to, whatever you want to call it, in order to see any type of return on that, it's going to take a fair amount of work. And I think that realization is what, one, keeps a lot of people from getting on stage uh, and going after their dreams. And two, I think it also scares a lot of people because it's like, and I've been there, this is exactly, I swear to God, this is something that I said exactly to my wife i said i don't want to take that risk of doing that because i may not be successful at it the the definition of success involves risk like you you cannot get to success without risk and that you know performing is no different you're gonna have to take risks you know i knew a a performer that would call out of work on a regular basis to uh to take to take a gig here and there and when i say regular basis i mean like once twice a month like a regular basis um eventually lost the job but in losing that job because you know he never turned down a gig he always would put the gig first it was a huge risk you know he risked losing his job he risked losing the ability to support his family and i am in no way well he didn't have a family i should say you know feed his dog I'm in no way saying that every single person needs to take this same risk because your your situation is not his situation is not my situation. We all have our own situations to think about, our own lives. But for him, you know, he took that risk. He took big risk, lost his job, uh, almost lost like lost his house. I think him and his dog were living in his car. And I mean, he lost everything, but in doing that, he was still able to maintain accepting every gig. And now he's uh he's on like a small uh festival tour in the Midwest, uh somewhere. But that's what I'm saying is is you cannot find success without taking a certain amount of risk, and it's something that uh I took me years to realize. And I want to say I'm there's still some risk that really just scares the scares the bejesus out of me. I mean like uh, especially the risk that involves a lot of money. I've always had an issue with spending money to to get somewhere with my art. I've always felt like my art should speak for itself. And on some levels, you're performing and your art should speak for itself. But on other levels, there's going to be times and you have a great opportunity and it's going to cost you financially more than you're going to gain financially. And I think in that regard, you have to look at it as a different, you can't look at it as financials. And a lot of us, we get hung up on how we're going to make the money, how are we going to pay the bills? And that's something else that prevents us from going forward with our dream and becoming successful is that money factor, that finance factor. And I I can't say that you need to remove the finance factor from the thought process when, when talking about your performing in your dreams. But in a way, you can't focus on the finances. You can't always focus on the the money that you're putting into it versus what you're getting out of it. Sometimes you have to look at an opportunity as an opportunity for something down the road that you're going to get a return on later. And it may not be a financial return because and it's a very business-minded way to look at things. I admit that. You know, we're talking about, you know, investing in something for ourselves versus getting a return on that investment and Sometimes you're not going to get a financial return. Sometimes you're not going to make that money back. Think about, you know, think about the the parents. We'll, we'll start way young, okay? You know what? As a matter of fact, I wanted to talk about this story. And, you know, last week, this gymnast, uh, Caitlin Ohashi, she went viral because you know she got a perfect ten, and her gymnastics floor routine. I mean, I watched the video probably three or four times. It is absolutely phenomenal. Some of the things she does is just ridiculous. I saw her on Good Morning America. She mentioned that there was one one of her passes that she did. She actually had to resubmit it a couple of times because it 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 wasn't even in the book. Like they had to resubmit it and reassign it some points because it didn't it it didn't exist basically, and. I find it funny cuz she got she went so so virally famous so so fast and to us you know to everyone else it's like an overnight success but first of all backing up gymnasts definitely not an overnight success so parents start these kids real real young and I'm not there's no harm in starting kids off doing something they love at a young age so her you know let's take her for example Her parents started her off when she was three years old in gymnastics. I don't know if you've ever put a child into gymnastics. It ain't cheap. Okay. So that's an investment right there. You know, we're talking like a hundred dollars a week, probably for gymnastics lessons. And we're talking, so a hundred dollars a week, that's $5,200 a year times, uh, that probably only lasted four or five years. So by the time she was 10 years old, her parents probably already invested almost Mm, 10 to 20,000. I can't speak like exact figures, so you're getting a broad range. We'll say 10 to 15, maybe even up to $20,000 on gymnastics lessons by the time she was 10. So when this girl was 12, she also competed on like the pre Olympic, like the national team. She was part of the national team. It was 12 to 14 in that age range. And so at that point, we're talking – she's probably got almost $50,000 invested in her just in the coaches that she's worked with and the facilities that she had gotten to use. You're talking pre-Olympians here, okay? So that's a hefty investment. So now we're up to like fifty grand that her parents has invested. Okay, so then on top of all that, you know, she's had a lot of medical issues. I don't know if anyone, if you guys saw any of her videos for her interviews, but she had a lot of medical issues that she's had to fight through. Um, She lost, like, she lost the heart in it for a little while. Um, She struggled with having fun aspect of it. She actually mentioned in one of her interviews that... She didn't really want to be great like she was before because when she was great, she didn't have fun. And I'll tell you, watching this video, she's definitely had a blast. So, anyways, so now she's 21. So now we're talking three to 14, probably 50 to 50 grand plus invested in her. I don't know what happened in high school. I don't know what happened there. But in college, she's at UCLA, so that's like fifty grand a semester almost, I'm sure. So let's say in total her gymnastics career probably has about a hundred thousand dollars invested in it and she went viral for a two minute video and got a perfect ten. So she invested and her parents invested a hundred thousand dollars. For a two-minute viral video and a couple of interviews on ABC, NBC, Good Morning America Today. I don't know. A couple of interviews and, I mean, she's still floating around on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter a little bit here and there. But it's starting to fade away. You know, something else is going to come and, and take the spotlight away. So $100,000 and she's famous for a week. Okay. And I'm not saying, listen, that does not mean that you need to go out and invest $100,000 for every week that you want to be famous. But when we talk about fame, fame is not something that just happens. Fame is not something that is free. Fame is not something that you can just wake up and post a video and you're famous. And yeah, yeah, okay, we're insta-famous. But I got news for you. those viral vi- There's a viral video posted every 30 seconds. Okay, viral videos mean nothing anymore. I used to a few years back, you know, when YouTube was still gaining a lot of ground and especially when Instagram first started and Facebook was, you know, starting to become whatever monstrosity it is today. Uh, it, their, viral videos were, you know, something special. And even back, like way back, talking 90s, you had America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh, those were your viral videos of the 90s. So in the past, When the past 10 years or so, even more, you know, viral videos have become less and less and less of a rarity. Everybody has a viral video out. I'm sure I I have a viral video on YouTube. So everyone's got a viral video out there somewhere. It takes more than that to be famous. There's no such thing as really being Insta famous, okay? And even if there is, it may seem like Insta fame, but the work that went in behind that, behind the scenes, is. Incredible. And almost every single person that you follow on Instagram that you look up to, especially let's any performer pick any performer that you follow on Instagram that you look up to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Pick anyone that you follow that you look up to and look into their past. Look what they've gone through to get to these viral videos and these 15,000, 100,000, whatever followers that they have now that, that they're famous for all, what they do. I follow a guy on Instagram. He's got about fourteen thousand followers. Dan Mangus or something. He does soccer ball balancing and stunts and everything. It's it's really cool the stuff that he can do. But just just looking at what he can do, I can tell you for a fact he's not insta famous. I mean, he can balance a ball on his head and like f- like uh, throw it up in the air and catch it on his head and the back of his neck, and do all sorts of stunts and tricks and everything. That did not happen overnight. He's been working at that since he was a kid. I can tell you that, I've never talked to the man, never had a conversation with him, and I've never even messaged him, but I can tell you, beyond the shadow of a doubt, he's been training with those stunts since he was a kid. You know, when you walk into something, and your, your immediate question is, how do I become famous? How do I become, you know, how do I make a lot of money with this? How do I become the best How do I perform with this person, perform with that person, be in this group or that group? Um, The answer is hard freaking work and a lot of it. It's not going to happen over. And listen, I'm not trying to bust anybody's bubble here. But if this is a bubble that you have, it it does need to be popped because you have to realize that there is going to be work that's going to go into your dreams. And if you haven't realized that, start making that realization. That you're going to have to work for it. Fame does not come easy. It does not come cheap. And it does not come fast. It takes a long time. It takes a lot of investment in yourself. And it takes a lot, a lot of hard work. I'm not trying to scare you off. I'm trying to prepare you. Because you can do it. You can put in the hard work. You can make the time. I spoke in an episode before about making something a priority and making it something that you have to do. You have to, two episodes back, making it something you have to do. If you approach your dream as something you have to do and you make that a priority and you take those risks and you make those investments, you will see return in the form of success. It may not be famous to the level of Beyonce famous, but you will see success in what you do. So go out there, have fun, connect with your audience and then keep doing it over and over and over again. Build your talent up, build your confidence up, build your brand up and your persona and then go out there and explode on stage and then do it over and over and over again a thousand times. And then maybe you will scratch the surface of being famous. If you want more Being On Stage, if you want to connect with me, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Being On Stage. Send me a message. Let's connect. You can also join the free Facebook group, the Being On Stage group. You can get there easily by going to beingonstage.com slash group. I look forward to connecting with you. Man, this was a long one. Well, let's close it out. Keep on shining.